morning online at Word of the Ranch and our podcast and on SoundCloud at Word of the Ranch as well. And good morning on Facebook. Thank you for tuning in all over the world. We love you guys. I know our summer attendance online has dropped considerably by half in summer. People are vacationing. How dare you? <laughs> we were on vacation this week as well. <laughs> it was a glorious time and refreshing time. But never leave God on vacation. Amen. Take him with you wherever you go. Praise God. He wants to go with you. Amen. So we love all of you. Thank you for tuning in this Sunday. Bless you guys. Let's pray, shall we? Father, we thank you where two or three are gathered. You're here in our midst. I pray for a fresh word in season. Let it go forth unchecked and unhindered from any outside force, care, or distraction of any kind. And we give you all the praises for your living word that changes our life. Just one revelation, one insight from your scriptures can change our life and path and direction permanently. And we give you all the praises for speaking to us today. And if you agree with that, say amen. 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 We have three foundational scriptures we're, we're talking on. We're continuing on royalty. You are God's royalty, God's chosen, God's elect. Praise God forever. Say, Lord, here am I. Amen. So we have three um, foundational scriptures. We have 1 Peter 2.9, if you'd like to turn there, or hold your place there. Revelation 1.6 and Romans 8.17. And Paul the Apostle said, out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be confirmed and established. So you cannot establish a doctrine on just one Bible verse. Amen? you got to have two or three, that means. And here we have three verses that you are his chosen. You are his elect. You are kings and priests. You are royalty. God's own sovereign reigners in life as kings. Amen. So 1 Peter 2.9 says this, But you are a chosen generation. Say, I'm chosen. A royal priesthood. Say, royal. A holy nation. His own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness and into his marvelous light. Isn't it good to be illuminated? Isn't it good to dwell in his light there? Praise God forever. Revelation 1.6 says, He has made us kings and priests unto our God and Father. Isn't it great to be called to serve God, the creator of everything you see? He chose you and handpicked you, it says. Before the world was even fashioned, he fashioned you. Think about that. That's how special you are. That's how prized you are. You are prized above any animal and anything. Amen. Praise God forever. And Romans 8.17 says, And if children, or since children literally, then heirs. Say, I'm an heir of God. Heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. Which means anything Jesus has is yours. He will freely give you everything he has. He's the biggest giver that ever was. And I endeavor to be like him. Amen. We're made in the same exact image and likeness. Jesus went about giving everywhere. And he never lacked any good thing. You can't exhaust heaven's resources. The disciples went about, Jesus said, don't take anything for your journey. Employed 120 itinerant evangelists. The Jesus Christ Evangelistic Association. Met their every need for three and a half years. They never went without serving him. So he's the man to serve. Amen. He's the head honcho. If you need anything, go to Jesus. He's the all in all, the all sufficient one. Anything you need in this life can be found in the man, Jesus Christ, who suffered it all for you. Stripes were taken upon his back for you, for your healing and well-being, from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. He died to save you. Grafted you out of hell into heaven through his own shed blood. Took a crown of thorns upon his head to represent the curse of toiling, that you don't have to toil to be rich no more. 
Everything's provided in the kingdom through a good king. He's got everything. He's got the whole kingdom. Doesn't have the world in his hand. Second Corinthians 4 4 says Satan is the god of this world. That's why we see so things so bad down here. But God is the God of this kingdom in which the kingdom is in you and dwells. And we in it. He's the God of his kingdom. He's the God of his church. Amen. You'll always be his special chosen ones. His elect. His saints. Saint literally means sent one. The moment you receive Jesus, yes, I receive you as Lord. You became a new creature, the Bible says. Old things have passed away. All things became new. Enlightened. Illuminated. No longer in the darkness, stumbling around. What is my purpose? What am I supposed to be doing here? You just knew the King of Kings occupied you. And will give you marching orders and instructions. It's so simple. We just follow him. He makes it easy. He's the one who said, Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Anyone who receives Jesus receives life in full. That's why he died to give us. So we're joint heirs with Christ. Praise God forever. And we are, in fact, glorified with him through the sufferings he took for us. Amen. You don't got to suffer. He never called you to be poor. He called you to be rich. He never called you to be sick. He called you to be healed. He put away the curse and took it upon his own self. Redeemed you from the threefold court curse of poverty, sickness, and spiritual death. By his stripes we are healed. Through his poverty I was made rich. And through his death I now freely live. What a blessing. What a king to die for his own people. Wish we had a president like that. Moving on, Psalm 37, please. Go there with me. Psalm 37. We will. I said we will. <laughs> you notice the people are rising up. Many are those who are with you that are against you. Social media don't want you to know that. They'll come around too. When the wave gets big enough, <laughs> people are either going to drown or ride it. There's a lot of converts going on. A lot of people coming from the dark side into the light side. <laughs> Using the force. Amen. They're coming around, praise God. People are uh, waking up. They're seeing things. Seeing the corruption. Seeing the evil. Those who call good evil and evil good. Finally seeing that. And what a blessed thing awakening is. That's part of revival, is awakening. Can't be revived unless you're awake. <laughs> Praise God forever. We're waking up. And the people of the United States are awake. And alive. With the life of God. That is my confession of faith. So Psalm 37 here, I'm reading from the New King James Version. I like the Living Bible. If you have that on your phone or iPad or Android or whatever. You can look that up in the TLB Living Bible, and that's a great translation. But I just want you to notice all the words inherit here. How you're a joint heir. And you're due an inheritance. Amen? Christ died to give you an inheritance in the family of faith. Amen? From the kingdom. So Psalm 37 says, do not fret. And also notice this. How many times the words do not fret are in this psalm. He really wants you to get this. 
He really wants to drive fear from your life today. If you've been in bondage of fear, that ain't your kingdom. Just switch sides. Fear has torment, but perfect love casteth out all fear. And God Himself through Jesus Christ is perfect love. You receive Him, you get in on this best. Amen. He says, do not fret. Be timid. Be anxious. Don't worry. Don't worry is a commandment. What about gay and lesbian? That, that's physical sin, yeah. But what about spiritual sin of worry? How many people in the church have a worry habit? That's sin too. That could be a worse sin. Jesus said worry will do nothing good for you. It can kill you. Many people take cares and worries and anxieties and fears to the grave with them. And medical science has now proven that fear causes brain damage. Worry, anxiety causes brain damage. They've also proven that thoughts of love cause life and restoration and healing. And hospitals have even found out and have laughing clinics now that a merry heart doeth good like medicine. Laughter doeth good like a medicine. It's all here in the book. But he really wants you to get over cares of this earth and this world system. You ain't from here. You're not operating on Satan's or the world's level. You're operating from a kingdom level. You've been made new. You're in him and he's in you. He'll never leave you or forsake you, Douglas. He's in you. You can't shake him. He ain't on you. He's in you. He's in you. That's why you're going to heaven. He's in you. The sent one is in you. You've become new in him. What a blessing to become a new person. It's the greatest miracle on earth. The gift of salvation. Becoming a new person just by receiving Christ. The anointed one and his anointing. And it's so simple. Whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. said it before, but you listen to black boxes of airline, airliners going down. And you hear what people scream, what people yell. No one calls on the name of Buddha. I don't hear one time, Buddha! Muhammad! Say Jesus. Brown Trucking Company, it was a huge trucking company in the U.S., when lie detectors used to be legal to test employees before they hire them. They used lie detector tests all the time on all their employees for consecutive years. And everyone who came in, when they were asked the question, do you believe there is a God? All those people who said no consecutively, the needle went berserk. They found out that in the heart of every human being, they believe in God, their Creator, through those tests throughout all those years. It's amazing. But God has written Himself in the human heart. He's written Himself in the human mind. You've really got to be intoxicated for a long time to deny your Creator. you really got to be on drugs, running from yourself to run from Him. He's in you. His thumbprint is in every man that enters the earth. He illuminates every child that enters the earth. Every child has a one-way ticket to heaven before the age of accountability, before the age that they can rightfully and knowledgeably choose life or death, blessing or cursing, right and wrong. That's why I love children. Jesus said, Forbid not the children to come in unto me, for such is the kingdom of heaven. There's a lot of kids upstairs. And they're going to need some parents. Amen. Let's get back to the scriptures. Do not fret because of evildoers. Don't worry. Nor be envious of the workers of iniquity. 
for they shall soon be cut down like the grass, and wither as the green herb. Trust in the Lord, and do good. Dwell in the land, and feed on His faithfulness. Delight yourself also in Him, and He will give you the desires of your heart. Doesn't just meet your needs, meet your wants. The Lord is my shepherd, Psalm 23. I shall not want. Your necessities are covered, so stop worrying about your needs. And just get right on living in your wants and the desires of your heart. He meets your every need. Philippians 4.19 My God shall supply your every need according to His riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Which means He's going to do it better and bigger than you can possibly think or imagine. That's Ephesians 3.20 Amen. Exceedingly abundantly. Above all we ask and think. He supersedes them all. So don't limit God to yourself. Amen. Take the limits off God. Everything you see, He created. He's huge. It's raining diamonds on Jupiter. God's trash. He's a big God. Scientists haven't found heaven yet. They've looked through Hubble. Haven't found heaven, but it's up there. He's so vast. New galaxies are being created right now. He's ever-expanding. When He told Adam and Eve, be fruitful, be multiplied. I bless you. Gave him the same power and the same authority. All men have that now. Look at what man has created. Just, just do a flyover of New York City. Look what man has built. That's God's creative power in that. Every man has been touched by the hand of God. Some just need to be brought home. Just come on back. Come on home. If you're watching this online and you've never made a quality decision, one you never turn back from, of making Jesus the Lord of your life. You may have financial planners, but do you have a spiritual planner? Jesus can be that for you today and give you an eternal home. You can say this with us here today. Say, Heavenly Father, I believe Jesus died for me personally. I ask that He comes into my heart today and into my life. Amen. The Bible says, whoever believes in his heart and confesses with his mouth shall be saved. That Jesus is Lord. That's your ticket to heaven. It's so simple. It's so easy to turn back to your Creator. He loves you, and He died for you. Amen. Praise God. Trust in the Lord. Do good. Verse 3. Verse 4. He will give you the desires of your heart. Verse 5, commit your way to the Lord. Trust in Him. He will bring it to pass. Your dreams are coming to pass. Your gifts are coming to pass. Your calling's coming to pass. He will bring it to pass, for He is in you now. He shall bring forth your righteousness as the light and your justice as the noonday. It's going to be plain. Isn't that Psalm 23? He shall prepare a table before thee in the presence of your enemies. To bring about your justice as the noonday. In plain light and plain view. Everyone going to see it. Rest in the Lord and wait patient for, patiently for Him. Do not fret. There it is again. Do not fret. Because of Him who prospers in His way. Because of the man who brings wicked schemes to pass. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. Cast your cares on Him. He cares for you. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Don't go killing no one. <laughs> Don't go on a killing spree. Amen. Notice what fear brings. It can bring wrath and it can bring anger. 
Forsake these things, he says. Get away from fear. Cease from anger. Forsake wrath. Give them to me. Do not fret. It only causes harm. Jesus said that in Matthew 6, 33 as well. Matthew 6. Don't fret. Don't worry. It only causes harm. Verse 9 says, For evildoers shall be cut off. But those who wait on the Lord, they shall inherit. Say inherit. inherit. See, there's your inheritance again. The what? The earth. The earth. Property. Land. The earth. It says, wait on him, and you will inherit the earth. It's your possession. God made it for you. He created it for his children. Amen. For yet a little while, and the wicked will be no more. Indeed, you will look carefully for his place, but it shall be no more. But the meek shall inherit the earth. What's the key to obtaining wealth and in your inheritance, riches on earth, being meek and teachable all the days of your life? It amazes me. I've come across some very rich people, and it amazes me how teachable they still are. How they're ever longing to still learn. It's like they read two books a day still. They're just searching and searching. And you gotta keep growing and growing. I love Warren Buffett's quote. You know Warren Buffett. He said the best investment you can make is in yourself. It pays a thousand to one. Arguably the greatest investor who's ever lived. But those who seek after personal growth and development, it just seems like they keep going higher and higher. They're in the business of bettering themselves. That's why you're here today, right? That's why we go to church to better ourselves to better the planet, right? why we're here to grow so you keep growing and God will just take you higher and higher based on where you're at because he can't give you more than you can handle he's a good father he can only take you as high as where you grow to amen keep growing that's the key to receiving just keep growing I won't be bitter I won't be stagnant I'm searching I'm bettering myself I'm taking time for myself I'm growing. And I'll pay to grow. I buy a lot of books. I pay money to grow. I go to a lot of conferences. I fly a lot of places to grow. I get around men and women who are above me to grow to their level. I take time for it. You just keep growing. And God keeps taking you higher and higher. It's an amazing thing. You reap what you sow. You just grow and grow. We're all seeds going somewhere to grow going somewhere to happen. God is preparing you for your eternal work. What you're doing here makes a difference. I believe you'll be doing it in eternity. Amen. So what are your gifts? What are your talents? Let them flourish. Grow them. I heard a statistic. You're just one skill away, one skill set away from doubling your income. Just one skill set away from doubling up. Amen. So what can you grow in? Challenge you this week. What's your gifts? What's your talents? Develop them. Leave a mark before you leave this earth. Amen. Why are you here? What's your life mission statement? I serve God, my family, and my country well. That's mine. That's my eulogy. That's all I want. He served God, his family, and his country well. If I put myself in focus that every day, I'll live a fulfilled, focused, purposeful life. Amen. Leaving that living out the ending today. It's just what Jesus did. 
for the riches that were laid up for him, the reward that was set up ahead of him, he endured the cross. So he had his eye on the prize. If you're sowing seeds, better keep your eye on the harvest so you don't miss it. Amen. Don't miss your harvest. So keep our eyes focused on the end results. That's what he's saying. They shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace, the meek, the teachable ones, the quietly confident ones, the humble, shall inherit the earth and delight themselves in the abundance of peace. That word peace is shalom. Nothing missing, nothing broken. The wicked plots against the just and gnashes at him with his teeth. Yeah, they talk a lot, don't they? The Lord laughs at him. <laughs> so should you. For he sees that his day is coming. The wicked have drawn the sword. They have bent their bow to cast down the poor and the needy. To slay those who are of upright conduct. Verse 15, circle this. But their swords shall enter into their own hearts. And their bows shall be broken. That's Isaiah. No weapon formed against you will prosper us. Another translation says it's like a boomerang that will descend upon their own heads. Whatever you sow, you reap. Jesus said, whoever lives by the sword shall die by the sword. Whatever you sow, you reap. A little that a righteous man has is better than the riches of many wicked. Are you content today? Contentment with godliness is great gain, Paul said. Not satisfied, but content. There's a difference. You always want more. You're always growing. That ain't greed, that's growth. Never satisfied but content. Thankful for what I have now. Thank you, Lord, for more. Thank you for what's to come. The best days are ahead of me. Why can I say that? Because God said that. Psalm 115, 14. The steps of the righteous get brighter and brighter until the end. The best days are ahead of you if you're a Christian. They're not behind you. So don't turn back. Because the best is yet ahead. He says, the Lord laughs at him and sees that his day is coming. Verse 15, their sword shall enter their own hearts and their bows shall be broken. A little that a righteous man has is better than the riches of many wicked. For the arms of the wicked shall be broken, but the Lord upholds the righteous. The Lord knows the days of the upright and their inheritance, say inheritance, shall be forever. On earth and in heaven to come. He's the master carpenter. And he's got mansions in heaven for you, the Bible says. I don't want to be living in a van down by the river in heaven. I want my mansion on earth and in heaven. I want to grow to the point where I receive. Amen? We can be our own worst enemies. We just get in the way, blessing blockers. It's because of growth. I need to grow to receive all he has for me. Get my faith level up. Believe for big things so that I can attract those things. You have right now what you believe for. Amen. You have right now what you've believed for. And somewhere along the line, that belief came out your lips. And you spoke it into existence. And now you've got it. Good, bad, it don't matter. Life and death are in the hand of your tongue. What you believe and what you said has now come to pass. Good days are ahead of me. The best is yet to come. That's why you wake up every morning planning your own destiny, writing your own course with your time. The best is yet to come for me. It's a blessing day today. Something good is going to happen to me today. You know, when Oral Roberts had his ministry, evangelist in the U.S., he came out with that slogan. Something good 
is going to happen to you. And he said he got more hate mail from the church over that letter than any other thing in his ministry. People didn't want the best, I guess. <laughs> something good is, who are you to tell me something good is going to happen to me? Man, get the hoist, Lord. Let's hoist this one up early. <laughs> Come on. Take him into your presence because I can't stand him. <laughs> something good is going to happen to you today. What do you wake up saying? Something bad's going to happen to me. Well, it will. Something good is going to happen to me today. I'm blessed to be a blessing. All grace abounds to me today. Just speak the scriptures. And you'll have the scriptures. Amen. And the word will become flesh and dwell amongst us. <laughs> Amen. Is someone getting something from this message? I love Psalm 37. It is so relevant for where we're at right now today. Isn't it? It just fits. Amen. So he says in verse 18, The Lord knows the days of the upright, and their inheritance shall be forever. They shall not be ashamed in the evil times, and in the days of famine they will be satisfied. I don't know about you, but we had our best years through COVID we've ever had in our entire lives. It's just scripture. It's just scriptural. In the days of famine, that's when the Lord exalts his people. Look at him. Look at you. Look what I can do. Amen. They shall not be ashamed in the evil time, and in the days of famine they will be satisfied. Satisfied. But the wicked shall perish, and the enemies of the Lord, like the splendor of the meadows, shall vanish away. Into smoke they shall vanish away. The wicked borrows and does not repay. Debt? National debt? Have you noticed? We were at nine trillion, now we're at twenty plus in just two years under a new administration. Well, the wicked borrows and does not repay. That's what the scriptures say. Well, is Joe Biden and his administration wicked? Well, you're going to have to be the judge of that. Because it says in the scripture that the wicked borrows and does not repay. So those who don't repay their debts must be evil. It's just scripture. But the righteous shows mercy and gives. You can never outgive a Christian. The love of God has been shed abroad in their heart. That's why a Christian should be the boss of every business. Because they know how to treat people. They know how to love. They know how to give. Amen. Hallelujah. For those blessed by him, that word blessed in Hebrew, empowered to prosper by him, shall inherit the earth. Say, I'm blessed. Amen. But those cursed by him shall be cut off. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And he delights in his way. Get that. The Lord delights in your waking up and going to bed each night. The Lord delights in your steps. Where are they going to walk today? What are they going to do for me? What are they going to better themselves and better others? What are they going to do? Watching you. The eyes of the Lord go to and fro throughout the whole earth. Searching for those whom he can prove himself strong to. Here am I. You take pleasure in my prosperity. Knock my socks off today, Lord. It is written. If he takes pleasure in prosperity, so should you. Have you ever met anyone who prays for poverty? Have you met anyone who ever prayed for lack upon their children or family? No. Even other religions don't do that. <laughs> Even the heathen don't do that. They take care of their kids, right? 
how much more our Heavenly Father who created us all. You ever pray for sickness? You ever go home and say, Lord, put it on me? Well, He doesn't have it to give you, first of all. But have you ever seen anyone ask for that? He's not of God. And every human knows that. Sickness is of hell. It was created by the, by the thief who comes to steal, kill, and destroy. To take your health. To take your wealth. Try to steal your salvation, your identity even. Because that's not who you are. You're not sick. You're trying to get healed. You're the healed. And Satan's after your healing. You gotta flip the switch. You're in control. You're in authority. You've been raised up together with them. You've been healed. You've been made whole. You've been prospered. I'm not broken. I'm rich. I'll never be broke another day in my life. He'll always minister seed to me to sow. To enlarge my harvest. To enlarge our territory. I'll never be a day without seed. He ministers seed to the seller and bread for food. He's a good caretaker. He'll always give you something to give to bless you with. It's more blessed to give than to receive, meaning giving releases the blessing. Giving releases the blessing. Now I'm eager. Wow, I've got a harvest coming. I wonder how he's going to show up this time. I wonder who he's going to bring upon my path, across my path this time, that I can bless and receive from. So business is, it's just a mutual exchange. I bless you, you bless me. Amen. Partnership. I thank God for all of our clients, all of our partners, all of you, all of our friends. It's a mutual exchange. It's the blessing exchange. Oh, it's good to be under the blessing. The blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich, and he has no sorrow with it. While the world's toiling, the church should be at rest. We have the best. If he freely gave us his best, his own son, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? I don't stress about stuff. When the devil hits me with lack, tries to lie to me, just to boil it down to as worst as it can get, and cast that on the Lord. Throw that away. Throw that image, that vision in the trash. I'm free. <laughs> Since God is for you, who can possibly be against you? Amen. We're getting good here. You feel his presence? I love how he comes in, Holy Ghost. What a gentleman. Never makes a big scene. Just cruises right in when you let him. And just occupy till you push him away. I want him to rest on me. How about you? He's gentle as a dove. Which means it's easy for him to fly away. Don't wrestle his feathers. Stay calm. Stay cool. Stay collected. Stay in love. And he'll stay on you for service. See, the Spirit's in you for you, but he comes upon you for others. You're anointed like Jesus was for others. And you can feel it when he comes on you for service. That's your gift. That's your calling. That's your ministry. <laughs> He's in you, but comes upon you for others. 
God's the anointed one and his anointing. Amen. Hallelujah. The wind keeps flashing my tapes to Psalm 38. <laughs> Hallelujah. Where do we leave on? Anyone? Throw me a verse. Are we that far back? Okay, yeah, there we are. The steps of a good man or woman are ordered of the Lord, and he delights in your way. Though you fall, you shall not utterly be cast down. Well, you're here today, amen. COVID couldn't keep you down. For the Lord upholds him with his hand. I have been young and now am old, and I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his descendants asking for bread, or literally asking for anything. He is ever merciful and lends, and his descendants are blessed. Depart from evil and do good, and dwell forevermore. For the Lord loves justice, and does not forsake his saints. They are preserved forever. Any of you look back on your life, if you went to college, your high school days even, and just say, thank God he preserved me. How did I come out of that alive? Preservation. Hand of God was on your life. Even when you went astray, his hand was still there, preserving you and protecting you. Thank God for the preserver. It's who he is. And now we're the salt of the earth. Salt preserves. Who are you preserving? <laughs> You're a lifesaver. Amen. We're preservers. Preservers of truth. Preservers of justice. Preservers of love and, and humans. We preserve others. Pray over them. Speak the word over them. Preservation of life. But the descendants of the wicked shall be cut off. The righteous shall inherit the land. There it is again. Inherit the land and dwell in it forever. So your house ought to look just the same as it does in heaven. Because it's permanent. Amen. Earth is just a copy of heaven. Earth proceeded from heaven. Look how big this place is. Think about how big heaven is. If earth came from there. The mouth of the righteous speaks wisdom. And his tongue talks of justice. The law of his God is in his heart. Is it? Have you taken time to sow the word of God into your heart by speaking it and saying it and grafting it into your spirit so that when times of pressure and famine come, it comes out of you and changes your circumstances? Have you taken time to prepare and sow the word into your heart through saying it? The law of God is in his heart. He's taken time to place it there and plant it there as a seed. None of his steps shall slide. Because the word is in you. The wicked watches the righteous and seeks to slay him. The Lord will not leave him in his hand, nor condemn him when he is judged. I just love about all the prison escapes in the Bible. Paul and Silas, Peter, they all just got out real easy. Just praise, worship. Angels were sent on assignment, Dad. And just loose their shackles, loose their chains. Converted prison wards. Converted guards. That centurion with Paul and Silas, he became a pastor, scholars say. Had a church in prison. The first prison ministry was created. That's why we have prison ministries today. But the Lord works famously when you're shackled and chained or in prison. I see it time and over, over again. Joseph, all of them were released marvelously. So how you end up in prison you're going to shine. Amen. Joseph just part of, thought it was part of the blessing. Part of his dream. Didn't turn loose of it. Whatever I got to do, whatever the Lord sends me, 
church is the best place for me. <laughs> they got out in the midnight hour. All the chains and shackles were loose. Believer and unbeliever. Because of a believer. Because of those who praise and worship God and activated the highest form of faith. Thank you. Thank you. I'm not thanking you for this circumstance. I'm thanking you for the end result. I have my eyes on the prize. Paul said, I must go to Rome. I can't be stuck here. The Lord told me to go to Rome. My life ain't finished yet. See, he knew it because he had a word of the Lord. When Sophie was born, I picked her up as a baby and danced with her in her room one year. She was real small, and I had a vision of her wedding day. And it was, when you see a vision from the Lord, it's so clear, and you're like, you're in the moment. So I've already been there. So I know I'm going to live to the least thing. And I know she's going to live to the least thing. It's in me. Saw it. Amen. You can't shake that. You can't shake a person who the words, the words talk to. It's in you. Amen. Praise God. He's got it all covered. He's got your whole world in his hands. Every hair on your head, every day plant. Wow. So special to him. Amen. The mouth of the righteous speaks wisdom and his tongue talks of justice. The law of his God is in his heart. None of his steps shall slide. That's the cure for backsliding. You hear that word in the Christian church growing up? Backsliders. Backsliding. Well, what's the key? The word. You leave the word, it gets slippery. You stay on the word, it's a sound foundation. The word is the key for everything. None of this stuff shall slide. The wicked watches the righteous and seeks to slay him. The Lord will not leave him in his hand nor condemn him when he is judged. Wait on the Lord and keep his way, and he will exalt you to inherit the land. Wait on the Lord and keep his way. Keep moving steadily upon his back, another translation says. And he will exalt you to inherit the land. When the wicked are cut off, you will see it. I have seen the wicked in great power and spreading himself like a native green tree. Yet he passed away, and behold, he was no more. Indeed, I sought him, but he could not be found. When the Lord moves, the Lord moves swiftly. Here one minute, gone the next. Where'd he go? I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. <laughs> Where did Saul go? David said. Even David tried to preserve him. Tried to kill him at least three times. Still trying to preserve him. Still honored the office of king. That's why he got the office. Because he honored it. And spreading himself like a native green tree, yet he passed away, and behold, he was no more. Indeed, I saw him, but he could not be found. Mark the blameless man, and observe the upright, for the future of that man is peace. But the transgressors shall be destroyed together, the future of the wicked shall be cut off. But the salvation of the righteous is from the Lord, he is their strength in time of trouble. And the Lord shall help them and deliver them, he will deliver them from the wicked and save them because they trust in him. 
I don't trust in my guns. I got guns. I don't trust in them. I don't trust in me. I got me. I don't trust in me. <laughs> I trust in him. My trust is in him. He can handle things a lot better than I can from his perspective. He can see past, present, and future all at once. Trust in him. Trust in him. Lord Jesus. Did someone get something from this message? Isn't Psalm 37 amazing? I encourage you to read it this week in the Living Bible, my favorite translation, the TLB, and look that up. If you'd like to end here with me in Matthew 5, this will be fast. I just want to show you some similarities. I believe David was a type and shadow of Jesus. Prophesied a lot. The Lord spoke through David a lot in the Psalms. And here we see the words of the Master out of his own lips in the Beatitudes. Notice they're called Beatitudes. They're attitudes you're supposed to be. <laughs> they're Beatitudes. Be these attitudes. Amen? He said, blessed. That word blessed is empowered to prosper. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek. There it is. For they shall inherit the earth. Out of the mouth of two or three witnesses. Blessed are the meek, the teachable ones, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. You never have to live a day on earth empty. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. That word mercy is active grace. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Who sees God? Pure in heart. Who's the Holy Ghost? He's holy. He's the purified one. Get with him. Blessed are the pure in heart. They shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers. <laughs> I love this one. Is this you? Have you ever done this in your life? God ever positioned you as a peacemaker? Well, here's your promise. You shall be called the sons and daughters of God. Bless you, he says. Thank you for making peace. Thank you for standing in the gap. Thank you. Blessed are you. I call you son. I call you daughter. Well done. Good and faithful servant. Here's the kingdom. Blessed are the peacemakers. For they will be called the sons and daughters of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness sake. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And then he said, pray this. Father, say this. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth just as it is in heaven. We're called to call the kingdom here. We're called to plant the kingdom on earth. It was his original plan. It still is. Transplant the kingdom. Spread the kingdom. Sow it into the earth. Sow the kingdom with your mouth. And watch things change. Words have gone up. A lot of prayers, words, have been spoken from the mouth of the saints. And that's why we're seeing swift changes. It took a long time to be established. But when they're overturned, they're overturned swiftly. Harvest has come. Harvest is here. It's your harvest season. It's the year of your harvest. Double for your trouble, amen? COVID didn't kill you. Praise God. You're here. You won. Double defeated. 
What can't you do? What can't you do? The devil would have spent so much time on you if you weren't important. What can't you do? We're here to create. We're creators on the earth. Amen. Let's pray. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for the word of the living God which changes us from the inside out. That we can take time to sow these words of life and experience life in every area. We give you all the praises for your written word which you made alive through the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for dwelling in our midst, inhabiting our hearts, our minds, our bodies. We speak to the anointing that's in each one today to rise up big, put sickness out, put disease out of their bodies, put worry from their mind, fear, doubt, and unbelief. We charge you, ministering spirits, to minister on behalf of the heirs of salvation these words of life. Bring them to pass. It is written. Go do it. We give you all the praises for doing it. And angels, we keep you working. We keep you moving till he comes. you got work to do and so do we. We'll go do it together. Thank you for this end time harvest. The reaping of souls. Unlike any generation you've seen before. Thank you for moving in these end times and moving us. We give you all the praises for calling us to move heaven to earth. And if you agree with that, say amen. 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 Thank you guys, and thank you for the beautiful worship this morning. That was a treat. Amen. You got to take that show on the road. <laughs> You're good. Amen. Do I need to announce something? Communion. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, and Douglas's house this Tuesday? For men's group at Douglas's, it's in Laguna Niguel. We start at 6 p.m. 6 to 8. Get it straight. <laughs> 6 to 7, okay. CNM, I like that one too. <laughs> if you want the address, just contact me. And this Thursday, Sharon Galen hosts a women's ministry, a women's group at what time? 6.30. See what happens when you're out of your gift of administration? You don't know anything. <laughs> Quick, so I'm going to take the mic. Dude. <laughs> so praise God. We got Thursday, Tuesday, Thursday this week. Oh, that's going to be that's going to be powerful. Amen. Sophie's coming around with communion elements. This represents the body and the blood of Jesus that was shed for you. This is a great opportunity for you to take your healing. I was healed from a chronic illness from a year and a half. Doctors diagnosed me as mild grain Crohn's disease. My body weight went down to 150 pounds. Now I'm 230, the largest I've ever been. <laughs> Probably going to get back to 200. We'll see. <laughs> but the Lord healed my body. And he raised me up. And there's over 101 scriptures in your Bible on healing. And the atonement for healing your health and well-being as well. He'll heal anybody. Doesn't need your help, just needs your faith. And faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Freely given, freely received. He died to give us healing. His body was broken for ours. Isaiah 54 says, if you like to turn there, you can. Stripes were laid on his back, for your back. You've had any back pain? Jesus took those. You don't have to bear it. Matthew 8:17 in the New Testament says, He himself took our infirmities. That word infirmities is pains. 
and bore our sicknesses and diseases. And 1 Peter 2.24 says, By his stripes you were healed. If it's past tense, get it in you now and you will be healed. You were healed. When he hung on the cross, he said, It is finished. I've come to give you life and life in full. Every area restored that the devil took. The thief who comes to steal, kill, and destroy. God sent his son to restore to you. Thank you for my healing. I take my daily bread. I take your body that was crushed for mine. Thank you for healing me. I give you all the praises. I do this in remembrance of you and rightly discern your body that was broken for my well-being. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. Say it is well with me. I am well. I am the healed because of what Jesus did. Amen. Now the blood of the new covenant for the remission of sins. I like to say the removal of sin. And gave you dominion over it. Sin shall not have dominion over you. He cut his blood covenant with you. New blood flows through your cells, your mind, your DNA is changed through the blood of Jesus. If you have generational issues, those are cut off through the blood of the Son. New DNA occupies your body. We give you praises, Father, for sending your best, crucifying your best for us, that we may live heaven on earth and heaven in eternity. Thank you for your eternal work that was sealed in blood, the blood of your own son. We give you all the praises for dying for us, that we may live. Amen. Amen. Say it with me. He who the sun sets free, he who the sun sets free is, free indeed. is free indeed. Say, I'm free indeed. I'm free it's indeed. good to be free. It's good to be healthy. It's good to be whole. I am the victor. Jesus is Lord. The devil's defeated. I win. Now give God a hand clap. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today. We love you guys.